Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chad and Aguirre. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing really well. How are you doing, Tony? Well, if I had started reorganizing the desk before we went on the air, I would have been better off. Eh, we'll roll with it. Sitting here, like, just like I have nothing better to do than sit here. Hey, we'll roll with it. It's Saturday morning. It's crisp. It's cool. It's going to be a good day. You know what? The It is crisp. It was 30-something degrees. That was awesome. It was. <laughs> it is so awesome. Finally! You can I, you can eat soup and not sweat now. I've got a uh, somebody I work with from Portland is in town this weekend, and she came in on, um, what was it, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Halloween. And, um, and so she texted me when she was in D.C., uh, changing planes, and I said, well, it's 70 right now, but it'll be 45 when we get off work. And she goes, sweet. Because she does not, she's not a fan of the heat. I can understand that. And so, uh, uh, so yeah, she, was, she was quite happy with the 45 degrees. That was a big front that came through. She said, uh, all the little kitties, uh, she's staying with one of, uh, one of her coworkers, and they went out trick-or-treating Thursday night, and but all the kids were complaining about how cold it was, and she's going, "I love this." <laughs> so. I've seen snow on Halloween, but I did go to school a little bit further north. I've actually seen snow on Halloween before in Kentucky. Uh huh. Really? Speaking of Halloween, did you see this post from the uh, TWRA? I did. I did. Uh, if you haven't seen the post, go to Facebook and check out the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. There's a post uh, from Halloween. Colton Osborne loves the Game Warden's TV show and has decided he wants to be a Tennessee Game Warden when he grows up. So he is getting some practice in. He will be 10-8 for Ghost and Goblins this Halloween. And he's dressed up as a wildlife resources officer. He's got a walkie-talkie. He's got his TWR hat on. He's got a, looks like a little plastic gun on his hip. And and the first comment, I, I love, the comments were just great. One of the first comments was, uh, Richard Simpson, yeah. somebody please get this kid a patch. A real patch. A real patch. And I was like, okay, that's really cool. So it's nice to see the kids dressing up as uh, enjoying the outdoor pursuits. I mean, you know, the kid loves a TV show, and, you know, maybe that will inspire Colton to uh, go into, ag- uh, go into uh, not agriculture, uh, go into wildlife, and uh, or, sure? or maybe even agriculture. Maybe he wants to be, uh, you know, wants to work at one of the WMAs. Maybe yeah. that will inspire him to. Are you uh, sure that that's that? a. Uh, a plastic gun and not a Glock 31 like the officers carry? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> it's 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 his hand size. It might be a, what's the little one, the 23, the, the little little Glock? Uh, 43. 43. Yeah, it might be the 43, but yeah, no. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, I thought that was an awesome picture. That was an awesome picture, and uh, I really liked uh, the other post from the TWA. Uh, Bill Dance gave a pro tip. For all of you who are out fishing, he said, on Halloween, dress like a game warden, and you'll have the whole lake to yourself. 
That is true. Um, Somebody at the TWA, and I know we talked about this earlier. Remember the, uh, I don't know if I should bring it up, but I'm going to, the controversy with the uh, boat burning in Knoxville. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody, somebody whoever does social media, TWA, has got a pretty good sense of humor, so i got to give props to that. Well, we, we've beefed up our, uh, our um, social media side of the house. Mm-hmm. We hired uh, Jennifer W. Uh, that's all we call her because her last name is, is tough. So we, <laughs> Jennifer W. We hired her away from, um, from Georgia. And she has done amazing things with the social media. There's no doubt. Uh, and, and even more so than just social media. Just the whole media, email, the whole online campaign. Um, it's it's amazing. She started this re-engaging, and so she went back and was started emailing people that had had licenses in the last five years and haven't re-upped or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing just the number of people we got off those emails that said, "You know, you're right," and they went and re-upped their license. And uh, so it's it was it's she's doing a good job. That's the the social media presence has really picked up. So well done on that hire. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, I, I mean, we literally hired her away from Georgia. She wow. had done amazing things and had actually come to one of our commission meetings in December of what year is this? Nineteen eighteen. December of eighteen. Uh, I can't remember if it's seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. It was 17. She came and did a presentation to us at Lone Oaks about social media and Georgia's efforts. And a few months later, we're announcing that she's working for us now. <laughs> Sneaky that way. I, I saw I saw a great um, I saw a great <laughs> saying the other day. Uh, what was it? Um, good artist. Good artist. Artist bo- borrow. Great artist steal. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, I guess, okay. Yeah, yeah I can right. do that. Let's do. Let's steal that. that. Speaking of uh, TWA, we need to get this message out here that the statewide muzzle loader season opens November 9th, not today. It opens November 9th. So if you're on your way to the woods in Tennessee with your muzzle loader, turn around and go back, back and get your bow because it does not open until November 9th. The state. Why? Why did, did they say anything about why they put that out? I mean, was there some confusion? Remember all the misprints in the guide that we were complaining about earlier this year? Was that one of them? I believe it was one of them. They just wanted to get this out here. The statewide muzzleloader season is three Saturdays before Thanksgiving, which is November 28th this year, making muzzleloader opening November 9th. If you're not sure, check the hunting guide. I thought it was always like the second Saturday. So see, I just learned something. Well, there we Three go. Three Saturdays before Thanksgiving. Next Saturday, muzzleloader season. Now, you, that's not written down. So, no, it is. Muzzleloader season is three Saturdays before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Gun season is always the... Saturday before Thanksgiving. Right. Okay. So muzzleloader is only two weeks. Correct. There's been a big push. People wanting muzzleloader to go at the end of the season. They think that... Uh, and the arguments are pretty pretty straightforward. Your modern muzzleloader is not the muzzleloader of days gone by. That is for sure. So I can see that. And I've got a, I got a muzzleloader that 
I would not hesitate to take a 250, 300-yard shot. Wouldn't bother me a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the point is, you let the muzzleloader guys get out there with the modern firearm, mo- modern muzzleloaders, and they, uh, you know, they have a, a very unfair advantage just because they've got the, uh, the ability to shoot long distances. They've got um, the accuracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing they don't have is multiple shots. Right. That's it. And I used that argument the other day. Somebody asked me, they said, well, why don't, they said muzzleloader and shotgun, they said they're about the same size. Why don't they allow shotguns during muzzleloader? I said multiple shots. I said all you got to do is, you know, if you're using a 870 is eject the shell and you're, you know, you're racked and ready, whereas you have to re reprime your whole muzzleloader to take a second shot. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that are pushing to just eliminate all of it, just deer season. I I would disagree with that. I think we need an archery season because those guys are allowed to be out in the woods without blaze orange. And yes. Now, granted, most of them are in trees, but not all. Most are in trees. They're not in trees when they're walking. True. But I would say have an archery season, and then I could see opening it up to muzzleloader shotgun rifle. Have a archery season and a gun season, and gun being you whatever you want to use within within reason. Let me rephrase that. And that would do away with the concept of the muzzleloader guys getting an advantage. But, you know, and of course, what was it, last year when they, they brought to us the whole straight-walled fi- modern firearm, single shot they wanted to, to implement? Right. Uh, so there's there's always there's always people pushing for something other than what we have. Didn't we have one, the air crossbow or something like that? Or, or was it was an air gun? Time. It was the same time. Oh, okay. And air guns are illegal. During gun season, just not during archery season, which is what they want. Because ah. it's actually called, they call it a, it, there's, well, there's a lot of discussion. Is it an air gun or air bow? Hmm. That is some good discussion, but I, I don't see any, I, well, other than limiting, because, I mean, muzzleloader is open for two weeks and then rifle, and, it, and as you said, with the accuracy and the, the greatness of the new muzzle loaders that are out right now. Mm-hmm. It's really no different than a rifle, except for the follow-up shot. Correct. So, I don't. I really don't see any other difference in, than that. But that that can be a big difference, though. I guess. So. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, that second shot, as as we've all been in the woods and heard the the idiot unload the multiple shot. True. True. Or maybe we've been that idiot. Uh, well, <laughs> no, not no. I just shoot and miss, and then I don't have an opportunity for a second shot because I'm trying to figure out, hey, where'd the deer go? <laughs> oh, it was a squirrel. Sorry. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. And you should get out in the woods and enjoy yourself, or on the water. Got to got to got to show some love to my fishing buddies. Yes, show the love to the fishing buddies. <laughs> well, trout season's kicking out. I mean, the water's nice and cool. It's going to get cooler, and pretty soon the bass are going to go into that lethargic winter stage. The bluegill will kind of sl- blight will kind of slow down unless you go deep and slow. But you can always run out to the trout stream 
and do some trout fishing. And no, I don't want to hear it. Don't even bring it up. I don't know what the dates are for it, and I'm not going this year. You're not making me. There's no way I'm going back out there again this year. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You're just messing with me. What are you not going to do? I'm not going to the urban stocking thing again. Why? I, 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 I still disagree with it. Trout Unlimited was out there in force. I know. It was my idea to be out there in force. And you're not going to go back? Yeah, we're going to go back. Okay. I just disagree with it. But I why still do, disagree with it. Why do you disagree so vehemently with with people having a chance to urban fish? Well, kids I don't have a problem with. Adults, go out and experience. I want you to have the whole experience. I want the, you know, the, the river stream experience. I want the possibility of falling on your keister experience. I want, I want you to... I want you to get the whole. I don't want you to just walk up, catch your limit, walk out. That no, that no. I disagree on that one, but just on basic principle. <laughs> All right, I'm going to explore this again because I, really, I know I know I do have a problem with with your your anti fishing. It's not anti fishing. It's anti captive fishing. Yes, I know all fish are captive in the water. Yeah, I got that. We'll start that argument it's, later. It's, it's, and it's not like we don't stock them everywhere. Yeah, but you can stock more in better places. We'll be right back. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. Having fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I want this whole urban stocking thing out. Okay. What's your deal? Why are you so opposed to urban people getting a chance to fish? Well, and I won't ridicule you. I am urban. I'm going to give you a hard time. Okay. I am urban, but yet I still drive to the Hiawassee or drive to the Teleco or drive to whatever trout stream. Okay. All right. I think that ponds such as Green Cove and Lake Junior would be great 
for people who cannot access a trout stream. Maybe even I will throw in the elderly or those with mobility problems. Okay. I have no problem with and that. And I would argue that Lake Junior is not even really good for mobility problems. It's not easy walking them. No, it is not. But it's much more accessible. You you could access it with a wheelchair as opposed to th- y'all built a brand new ramp down on the Teleco mm-hmm. for handicapped access, which was absolutely wonderful to give those people access because there is no way at all you could get down there in a wheelchair whatsoever. I have no problem stocking these urban lakes for those type of individuals. If you are able-bodied, you should, I think, go to the trout stream. And I think that by putting how many ever 10,000 trout in how many ever lakes all across the state, you could put those fish, assuming carrying capacity, talking to the biologists and making sure it would be great, you could really up the numbers in a lot of our trout streams and make our trout streams destinations like they are in Arkansas. When you think trout fishing, you think Arkansas. When you think trout fishing, you think Montana. Okay. All right. Stop. Stop. All right. Can I put any more fish in the, to the teleco? I don't know. Okay. So you're surmising that I could put more fish in, and you're thinking that we're taking fish away from that. No, I don't think you're taking fish away from that. I think the resource is being... I'm using it similar to my argument with bow fishing. People can bow fish, that's fine, but they waste the resource. I think if these fish are not caught by these urban anglers, then the resource is wasted. If they, okay, and 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 that's a fair fair argument, but how many times have you gone to Lake Junior and seen a bunch of dead fish floating around the edge? A bunch? None. A couple here and there, a few. Okay. Yeah. But there's no indication... Now, I've heard people argue that, that they actually sink to the bottom. Usually. Or the herons come in or the So other, other wildlife is, is eating on them. True. So they're not necessarily being wasted. Mm. In that sense, possibly no. I'll, I'll grant you that one. <laughs> Remind I, me never get a court against you because, I mean, you don't give much. Well, fine. I mean, it's just I, I, okay. just, I disagree. I think, you know. All right, and see, here's my point. Okay. The person that is fishing at Lake Junior is not going to the Teleco, is not going to the Elk, is not going to any of the others at this moment in life. And my question would be, why not? Well, number one, the Teleco is a pain in the butt to get to. You don't just run to the Teleco. It's an hour and a half Mm -hmm. to get there. All right, so if I want to go fish, all right, then I've got to either plan it or I've got to do it on on time when I can do it. Mm-hmm. Take some time off from work or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I want to go to Lake Junior and catch a few trout for during the first two or three months of the year, I swing by on the way home, which I have done. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. But the bottom bottom line is, is there's a convenience thing. Number two. They may not be fisher people at this point. Okay. What if that gets them interested in becoming a fishing person? Let me argue the first point first. You were talking about convenience. Mm -hmm. That's part of the experience is going out of your way, I think. In your mind. In my mind, yes. And secondly, 
convenience. If I want a deer hunt, is TWRA going to bring deer to my neighborhood and just let me shoot them? No, they're already there. People run over them every yeah, day. Yeah, I know that. But, I mean, you see my point, though. All right. No, this isn't. We're not talking deer hunting. We're talking I, I know we're not talking deer hunting. It's the same concept. They're no, taking, no, no. Are, y'all don't raise deer and stock deer. Yeah, I got Exactly. Are y'all going to stock rattlesnakes so I can go We fuck? don't stock snakes either. <laughs> yes, you do. From those black helicopters. I've seen y'all. <laughs> All right, now, I was trying to have a serious conversation, right. but it's going straight to hell. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I, access, I think that's part of the experience, is getting out into the areas where the trout streams are. That's my and first I opinion. agree. I agree. Okay. But a baby doesn't s- start running a marathon. They take that first step and they fall. All right? All Lake Junior is is a chance to get somebody started. Everybody that's probably fishing over there has caught brim and bass and bluegill and whatever mm-hmm. maybe this is they get that trout and unlike you that doesn't like to eat trout they go wow this is really pretty tasty how do i get more and you only can get it there until what april 1st or april, end of april well, i don't remember what april it is. 1st so april 1st so you only have january february and march and it's only whatever part of january after they stock it and it's only on fridays and saturdays and sundays isn't it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think. I'll have to look on that. So three days a week times 12. You're talking uh, 36 days of fishing Mm is all all we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Two stockings. All right. And I say it has absolutely no effect on anything else because if we didn't have excess fishing or excess fish or we didn't plan for it, we wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But they're buying license. They should be. Key word there. That should be. You talk about me making assumptions. <laughs> okay, that's a big assumption. I know. Um, all it would take would be <laughs> posting a guy there in a in a, a green truck we and, need, a, and we, a uniform. No, we need Colton walking around wearing his Halloween costume. We can employ that young man. But I feel like just, you know, as regardless of what people that are listening are thinking, that person fishing Lake Junior is just – uh, the same as a guy going into Lake Chickamauga. He is a user of the resource, and his license dollar supports that resource. That's a given. And if I can catch some trout here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, for a few weeks, that's pretty cool. Hmm. And then they go away until next year. And I dream of Lake Junior again. <laughs> Okay, that one's a stretch. Yeah, that, yeah, I was about to say that was a stretch, but but it also gives us an opportunity to do some things with kids. It does. And those little suckers over there are not easy to catch, as we saw. True, but the days we went out there, uh, when we had our out and about trout freeze out down there, <laughs> God, that was bitter. <laughs> hey, Rob, come tie some flies, and we'll we'll sit up in the parking lot, tie flies in forty-five mile an hour straight line winds. That's Wind chill of negative five. Sure, come on out. It was cold. Oh, it was. It was. I mean. You got there. I gave you a hat. That's how cold it was. I know. I mean, I don't even wear toboggans. I'm like, oh, my God. And and I even wore one with a stupid little fuzzy ball on the top. Hey. I was cold. It was warm. I have no no complaint. Okay. But now I can guarantee you if we go back out there this year, Uh I will have one with me. Okay. Just in case. We're going to do it again. That was like the worst. That was the coldest day of the year that day. 
and it, leading up to it, everything had been fine. We were looking for it. We were saying, "Hey, we'll ice down some drinks because it was, it was nice." You had to, you had to throw heat on top of the drinks to keep them from freezing. Yes, it, it was. Talk about a freeze out. We opened up the coolers and it was just like, <laughs> it was like solid. So anyway, we'll be out there again this year. And speaking of fishing, uh, the fly fishing film tour is coming up on the eighth which would be next Friday. Right. Uh, that's going to be at the Camp House. You can see some really great fly fishing films. It's going to be at 149 East Martin Luther King. Uh, doors open for the VIPs around 530, uh, Doors open for everybody else at 7. Tickets are $20 a piece. Pizza will be available. Cool. And a whole lot of great raffle items and door prizes, too. Hey, Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack's has small, medium, large, and jumbo shiners, red worms, night crawlers, crickets, wax worms, skipjacks, and toughies. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line, the only shop in the area to carry it, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Loose crappie rods and bait casting reels are in stock. Jack's now carries custom 5-inch pre-wigged swim baits by Lurch's Lures, Jack's is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from 153, so it's a convenient stop on your way to the lake or the river. They also carry snacks, drinks for your cooler. Jack's is at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they are open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. They've been serving the Chattanooga area for 53 years. Go by and see Jack's. Tell them Tony and Rob said hello. Ladies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423 280 3677. 
welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this cool morning. Chill in the air. I love it. It's time to go out doors, and you're not going to suffer and have heat stroke. Right? There you go. There we are. Yeah. I, that is so true. I prefer the cooler weather over the possibility of heat stroke and heat exhaustion. So much more. I'll do. You can always. What I tell people, they say, "Well, don't you like summer?" No, you can. You can always put on more clothes in the winter. You take enough off, you go to jail. I mean, that's all there is to it. Well, that and we probably only be taking off a lot of clothes anyway. No, usually people when I wear shorts, they say they seem better legs than a bucket of chicken. So. <laughs> That uh, that laughter you're hearing is none other than Mr. Benny Hall himself. How you doing, Benny? Oh, fine. Finally got going. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, you're not on. Yeah, no. There you are. Okay. I finally got up and got Dr. Rowling this morning. Right. Tony, I hope you forgive me. I, all's good, <laughs> man. All's good. How is Benny Hall doing in, uh, in 2019? Oh, I'm still running wide open, buddy. <laughs> I hope I am running uh, wide open uh, <laughs> when I get to be 59, too. 53. 53? Oh, you're younger than me now. <laughs> oh, I know that. Wait a minute. I was doing the math. I'm going, I'm 50. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting that out of your I'm going, whoa. <laughs> well, uh, if you're going to claim that, you need to get your birth year off your webpage. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> I didn't know it was on there. It is. It is, oh, and there it talks about, uh, 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 yeah, the about. It, it, it says you were born in Rossville, Georgia, in a in, in a period of time. It gives the time. It gave the time? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get it. No, it gives the day. Yeah. March 18th? Yeah, in a white house yeah. down on Southern Street. You've been around a few days. Snowing knee deep. In March? March 18th, one of the biggest snows we ever had. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Is that why you were born at your home and not in a, in a hospital? Or was well, everybody I don't, just, everybody no, was you know, back then, me and my brother next to me was uh, born in the house, and then the other two was in the hospital. But I guess it's, uh, you know, the times, it's the way, the way the people did. Uh, the doctor uh, come to the house, although he's, he's in a way model coop, they come on down. That's funny. That's it. See, I heard you were born in a boat as much as you're on a boat. See, I, that was the old <laughs> urban legend. I probably was. Okay, fair I enough. I just hate to tell that. All right. <laughs> you are. I, I posted on Facebook when I was posting about you going to be here. I, I, I called you an original river rat, which I hope you don't take offense to. Well, me. Yeah, that's about right. River rat. Good to, uh, explanation of what I do. You started uh, um, You started fishing, uh, what, when you are eight? Because one of the things I always... I, th- I think there's two different kinds of fishermen, and and you and Richard Sims are both two of the better river fishermen that I've ever met. Now, I'm not saying there's not other good people that are fishermen in rivers, but you really, uh, and I'm talking big rivers, Rob. Don't get offended. I'm not getting offended. <laughs> I'm talking big river, big water river. Okay. Big water uh, river. But I, I, think, I think you guys really understand the riverside better than a lot of people that fish. Well, that, that's because uh, my dad, I'll I give him credit, he, he was on the river every weekend. If it's snowing, sleeting, and raining, he was down there. That, that was his thing on weekends, to be on the river fishing. 
and he learned from the I call them river really river rats on the that the fish were living down on the river. He's acquainted with all of them, and they showed him a lot of tricks in the early days of, of his career on the river. But uh, and then he passed it on to me and other people. But uh, so what's what's the biggest difference fishing in in the river versus fishing in a lake? Well, there's a lot of uh, you catch a lot more fish and uh, there's a lot better fishing holes on the river. You got a unknown uh, spots uh, and areas in the river that you don't have on the lake, and not near as many people there on the river. And uh, it's just a lot better fishing uh, the places to go for uh, different species. You don't have to just depend on a, a bass. Is that mainly because of the, the flow? I mean, is that what it is? It, yeah, you got to have the flow is one of the main things you got to have to make a good day of fishing on the river. That's one thing. It's the main thing, really, if they got the right flow you need. Right. Um, but now, you know, one of the questions after I posted that you were going to be on, one of the questions I got was, He's got to tell us where the sauger are and, and when they really start hitting. And I know sauger is one of your favorite fish. They are uh, sauger and walleye. You know, uh, now since uh, they put walleye in rivers, we've been catching for the last seven, eight years a lot of walleye mixed in with sauger. Really? And you catch a, uh, catch sauger mixed in. That's a cross between they're crossing the, with the sauger. And they call them sauger. Sauger. Mm-hmm. Do they taste as good as sauger? Yeah, same good fish, delicious. Yeah, um, they're the best eating in the river, I think. Now, is the walleye good eating too? Yes, walleye and sauger about the same. Okay, and uh, that's the only fish I put above the crappie. I mean, that's how good they are. I, those yellow perch are pretty good. Yeah, but they're but they're, they're in they're, the same family. Family, yeah, they're same walleye sauger family. They just don't get any size. You're lucky if you get a two pounder or two and a half pounder. It's got enough meat on it. Is that your what's your favorite kind of fish to go after? I guess smallmouth overall. Uh it's probably my favorite. This is this is actually getting too easy. I know these answers. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You look at me like a I don't see if he's telling the truth. <laughs> uh, All right, let me ask you the hard question then. What ha- when I first moved here, I would rock down to the river down behind Chattanooga State, and I would take a white fly and throw it out there, and I'd catch skipjack left, right, sideways, upside, downside. I could not keep them off of it. I have not caught a skipjack probably in four or five years now. Well, I don't know what's happened. Uh, they're really scarce on the river in the last few years. Okay. So it's uh, not just me? No. Uh, okay. No, it's uh, skipjack just not there like, like a usually are for the last like you say three or four years i don't know what what the trouble is uh yes twra can tell us tony ought to check into that uh, i didn't know they were gone <laughs> yeah they are. well you do now yeah <laughs> note to self right, yeah i've run into people on the river to uh, say that that's all they love to come down and just have fun catching big skipjack and said they've had a big, hard time catching Two or three a trip. We always called them Tennessee tarpon. Tennessee tarpon, yeah. How big do they get? About they really? get on a three or four pound. Yeah, about 
They fight good. But they give 22. you a great battle. Oh, yeah. That's why you like to catch them, Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like to touch them. Yeah. They're all right, though. They're good eating fish if you, fit, if you clean them pretty quick. Hmm. Uh, I never knew that. Yeah, they're, they're all right. There you go. They're really slimy. But Yeah, that's good, though. Yeah. For that, keeps them, that keeps them healthy. Yeah, true. All right, we're going to go pay a bill. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with the stump bumper. The old stump bumper. I didn't say old. Old uh, Yeah, old, old L. That's the difference in old OLD. <laughs> yeah, it's a letter here or there. Spell. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders, Edward. Hades Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this first hour. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Benny Hall. Where'd you come there? <laughs> Hey, man. This you is, making up good since I've been just, here. This is just theater of the mind, man. That's all. I'm just having fun. <laughs> okay. So it's cold weather. What do we go fishing for? It's 34 degrees. Well, you were talking about sog and walleye there a while ago. That's hard to beat right now. Are they Are they out? Yeah. I mean, they're hitting. Yeah, they're, they're moving. Because sogger is a, is, a, is a, it's a very short window when you really catch those, right? Yep. The cold months on up to about really uh, i've caught my largest sauger in april really on up to middle april yeah where do they go because they spawn you get you get those females right on the end of the season yeah and they're really full of eggs and heavy so what what do they do the rest of the year are they just so deep they're just not they're kind of lethargic or they oh, get... they're there feeding they're, they like the deep water you're right about that in the rock okay and uh, later on the gravel, and so they they've got this, a good season. It, it's really a long season because it's uh, just about all the winter, right? And uh, it's it's um, one that's not uh, pursued a whole lot because it's cold. Most people don't go fishing when that, it's cold. Yeah, you don't see many people. I guess that's what it is on the river. And uh, you got to be patient with them. Uh, you got to have way we like to fish it. Um, there's certain holes that. They hang out in, you just park your boat and, and hang in there with them two or three hours and uh, catch your fish. You might just get a half a dozen fish and then move on to another hole, like just skip, just skip around. Right. And uh, it's a still fishing, just uh, park, like I say, and hang in there with them all day long or at least half a day. You'll catch them uh, when the weather's right. Well, now that's all the, day long. That's the problem you're talking about right now is people don't aren't that patient. That's right, uh, and they don't like the weather. They like a dark day, a slow rainy day is perfect. So rainy day in the cold, and yeah, uh, well, take a warm rain. You know, in, in the wintertime, we got those southern rains, and they're warm. Right. 
so you can stay out there with them if it's not just a downpour and have a good rain suit, of course, and then you have a great time with them. I, don't, I hate a winter rain, a, a cold winter rain, and a freeze your hands, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah done that. They're a weird-looking fish, though. Those those eyeballs they have are – yeah. Th- their eyeballs are just weird. They really feed strong at night. That's what I was thinking because their eyes are set for, like, deep, dark uh-huh. areas. You can walk along. My dad used to take me uh, years ago just walking along the rocky banks below the dam with a, sli- uh, with a flashlight, and you can see the eyes going. They come right up on those rocks at night and feed for the, we call them uh, wall climbers. Those men is up in the rocks. They love them. Hmm. And uh, so you can catch them. I mean, just flip a fly rod just out in front of you, eight and ten foot of line, and all you need. Hmm. That'd be great for your old thing, Carl. Oh, no doubt. No. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. See, I gave him an idea. There we go. Sure. All right. We're going to go uh, take the top of the hour break. We'll be back in just a few minutes on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Lord only knows all the stories he can tell. Granddaddy's gone. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I've been sitting... Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, hour number two. Beautiful chilly time to go to the woods or to the water top morning 30 something degrees it's awesome awesome sure beats summer currently 33 yes had frost frost kills the little bugs that cause ehd so maybe we'll quit getting all the reports of Oh, we have CWD in our area. No, we no, have EHD in our area. We don't have CWD in our area. <sighs> and it'll kill those mosquitoes and those darn stink bugs. What is with those things? Uh, I've never seen so many stink bugs in my life. They're everywhere. I know. It, it, I could be the fact that we had, you know, the tropical summer this year with the 100-degree mm-hmm. heat and uh, flooding rain, and then suddenly the rain goes away. And we have 97 weeks of drought, yeah, after yeah. that. Yeah, we had all this drought, right? And then uh, the other day we get, of course, we get three inches of rain or whatever, and we're still 10 inches above for the year. So, Above or behind? Above, according to the weather people. That's what they say. Uh, okay. Remember, it rained like every day for six months. January, February, March, April, May, <laughs> yeah. I seem to recall that now. So we got ahead, and that allowed us to get behind. Or stay ahead. I, I'm, I'm with your biologist. Could we just have a normal year so we could get an accurate reading on what it's supposed to be? I mean, could we, could we get normal? I don't know what normal is anymore. Mm-hmm. I bet you've seen that a lot through your career. Uh, you've been on the – how long have you been on TV, Benny? There's 36 years. 36 years. With my show, yeah, and – Actually, longer than that on uh, TV, probably 42, 
on uh, TV and do it. So your show's been on for 36 years. That's got to be one of the longest-running shows ever as far that's, as an outdoor show. That's what I've heard from the people that keep up those things, you know, about radio away from here. Right. Huh. But uh, I had to do something. Beef's working, uh, right? This, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had beef's working, yeah. This isn't work. There's more working than people realize. This beef. isn't work, right? Oh, no. This is just, oh, man, all you do is fish for a living? What are you talking about? Yeah. All you do is fish and hunt. That's just a uh, part of it. So, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question. I haven't, I haven't told you I was going to ask this. You may not know the answer. How much time do you think you spend to get a 30-minute television show? I'm talking on the, on the water, the editing, all that. How much time do you think it takes you to get a 30-minute show? Probably most of them, time you go from one end to the other, you got 10 hours in it, at ten, least. 10 hours to do a 30-minute show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to pay it's, a producer. Yeah. I've got a producer that does a lot of the work. I do the rough end of it, uh, and rough uh, part of Ed, and then I give it to him, let him slick it up and put ads in it and opening closing. Right. Well, so uh, we we can't do it all. I tell you, I tried that. <laughs> Running nuts. Oh yeah, uh, I always when I've been on the show and we'll do the we'll do the closing and the opening and the closing before we ever go do whatever we're gonna do, and and so you're sitting there thinking, all right, I need to say, man, what a great day of hunting it's been, as it's you know seven o'clock in the morning and you're getting ready to start or okay, yeah, that would be kind of weird. Wouldn't what it? what a day on the water, man, that was awesome. Hey, you have no clue what's about to happen. Hey, you remember when we did that thing? Yeah. That, and all those, insert title here. <laughs> we'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. So, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I can get a good day to go fishing, and you're robbing, and I call y'all, and you're not going. Well, that's because there's other things in the way of our fishing sometimes. You always tell me it's too cold for you. Oh, my God. Hey, he's, I'll... I never got the phone call. I'll be there. If I get to fish with a stump upper, I will be there. Okay. You hear that, Tony. All right. Let's go to the phones here. Hey, Joe. Hey, good morning. I grew up fishing, like, Harrison Bay and, and Skull Island area. And now as an adult, I kind of backslid, and I have a son now that wants to go fishing. Where is a good place I can take him to guarantee a great first experience? Ooh, good question. I'm thinking... If you want to, how old is your son? Eleven. Okay, so he wants to catch he, a couple of bluegill. Would not entertain him. Okay, uh, he wants a really good fishing experience. Benny, you got any suggestions? Well, this time of year you can catch several different species. Uh, go to the river uh, instead of the lake. That's what I was thinking. But if you're going to be up in that area, mm. did you say Harrison Bay area? Yeah, Harrison Bay, School Island, Birchwood, anywhere in that area. Do you like to troll? Let me ask you that. Do you like to troll? We did a show here five weeks ago, and it was 96 degrees. People won't think it's a crappie bite, you know. We had we kept uh, over 20 crappie. You, you, troll, you troll deep, though, using crankbaits in 25 to 30 foot of water. Do you like to troll? 
I do, but we don't have a boat, so I'd be taking him on a bank okay. somewhere, oh, a okay. bank or a dock or something like that. You know, there's um, uh, a few years ago, uh, and of course when the water gets cool like this, fish will start moving back in, but right there off of the, there's a, a, a fishing pier right across from the restaurant and the the uh, houseboat docks or the docks at Harrison Bay. And every yes. every year, TWRA, because I've done it several years, when the water is way down, we'll go out there and put out fish attractors to hold fish in there. That is not a bad spot. Um, and that's pretty convenient. The, the, okay. pro- the, the problem, quite honestly, is, I mean, fish could be there one minute and gone the next, and that's the hard part, especially if you're trying to get somebody really excited. In the springtime, it's not that hard to find the, the bluegill and the shell crackers and everything, which really turn a, a fishing trip, a first trip, into a lot of fun because every time you're throwing something in there, you're catching something. But I, that is a pretty that, – that off the end of that, that pier is, is pretty good. Uh, there's also a fishing pier with the tractors over on the Wolf Teaver, uh, where that new, uh, the new uh, courtesy dock is, and then they they did some work and cleaned up the uh, the fishing pier there as well. I see a lot of people fishing there. Okay, thank you very much. Some of those piers below the dam are good too. Uh, right now, you can throw rooster tails, uh, Joe. You can go uh, throw rooster tails and catch uh, white bass pretty good. And they're nice size, okay. two, 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 two and a half pounds. You talking about the ones right there at the river park, or up closer towards oh, the closer dam? Closer to them. The ones they up. like that swift water. Okay, okay. And just throw that rooster tail about a forty-five degree angle, and the time it gets down, it'll be straight out from you, or just down river a little bit. Uh, the bait will, and just pull it in. It's, it's real easy. Uh, you won't have any trouble catching. That'd be awesome. White bass, or mm-hmm. like I was talking about shad a while ago. They're starting to come in some. I don't know where they've been, but uh, they're starting. Those big hickory shadows are coming in. So he got awesome. some fun. But they're fun to catch. Absolutely. All Great. right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. You know, that's a good point that, uh, again, most most people don't think. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get him up there at Harrison Bay in the lake, and most people don't yeah. think about the river side of it. Mm-hmm. That's that was my first inclination was river, but he said Harrison Bay. I I I think you could go down to the river with some, like you said, rooster tails or maybe a couple of small crankbaits or even live bait. Mm-hmm. Go down there and you'll probably catch something. Yeah. Uh, one of my greatest tricks is I take I took my nephews down there. Uh, one time when they wanted to pre-fish before we went out on a boat, I took some chicken breasts, cut those up. We were catching. Small cats. I mean, nothing big, but it was something to tug it on the line. So little river cat. Yeah, just little little channel cats. Yeah, wasn't very big. Pound, pound and a half. Fun day of the kids. They oh yeah, it. they they had a ball. They had a ball. That's the thing about cats. You know, they fight good for them. Mm-hmm. Give them a good tussle there. The only right. Pro- the only problem is when you're not prepared for them. I had. Uh, I was telling Tony. I've told this story to Tony, but I was fishing a creek this year with a uh, a very very light fly rod. And um, something hit me, and it was big, and I set the hook, and it popped. And I was pulling my line back in, and I got down towards right at the end where the fly used to be because my fly is now gone. And it was the whole front tippet was just slimed. 
and I'm sitting there thinking that had to be a catfish yeah. in in, yeah. in a creek. And I'm I I know they're in there, but you don't think that they're you. You think when I think catfish, I think big river, not small creek. But they're in there. So, and Rob, it's probably a blue cat. They they hit all kinds of uh, artificials. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue cat do. I didn't see him. He hit me and went about his merry way. <laughs> yeah, it's big blue, probably. So, um, you you said earlier, smallmouth was your one of your favorites. Um, is do you still enjoy fishing here versus going out? I know you fished all over the country. Do you still enjoy uh, going on the river here in Chattanooga? Oh yeah, sure. It's a different fishing altogether from when I go with the Keys. Uh, I love saltwater uh, species, especially the Florida Keys. But uh, I, I I like the river too. I, I always will probably. You know, and the Keys is something I've never done. I've never I've never been fishing in the Keys. Well, it's it's a lot of fun. I've been going there at area Big Pine Key back inside of Key West. It's old Wooden Bridge Fish Camp, and it's a beautiful old camp. Nice cabins, and uh, been going there since I was seventeen. But uh, I, over the years, I've I've got some holes marked out like you do here, uh-huh. and uh, they have boats you can rent from them. They they furnish me a boat. And I, and it's about the size of mine, twenty-one footer, twenty-two footer. So I, I just move around a lot of time just on the back country and have a full day fishing. I don't even have to go on the front, you know, on the ocean side. Right. Especially if it's rough, high winds. I go on the back country. Oh, absolutely. You getting specks and reds and speckled trout? Not, not so much trout and reds. No, Rob, you don't, you don't get that in the keys hmm. for some reason. You, you can find certain spots where they are, but most of them are just big game fish. Like amberjacks and stuff like that? Yeah, and uh, kingfish, just all kinds nice. of jacks. There's all kinds of fish. Anything can swim in the ocean, you can get them out there in the Keys. All right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Shut up the dog, stare at the water. Baby's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, 
as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. What do you think? Like we really care. Let us know. Um, hanging with you this Saturday morning. Coming straight to the phones for Beaver Man. If I can find the right button to push. Beaver Man. Good morning, gentlemen. Professor. Good morning. How are you? How are you all doing? Doing well. Uh, down here at Deer Camp in the heart of South Georgia. Home of Big deer, allegedly. I've not seen any. <laughs> I've seen dinks. What's the temperature like? It's cool this morning, upper 30s. Not, no frost or anything. It's been nice. We came in Thursday with the storms, and right, I mean, we, we were sitting down right as the storms were coming, and, man, the deer were on their feet. They were moving like crazy. I had deer all over me, and I've had this sinus infection. Oh, no. And I started coughing. And I'm like, well, that's great. I'm not going to see anything. Hell, the deer walked out of the woods and stood there and looked at me like, what is that? Why is that big bush coughing? Why is that bush moving? <laughs> yeah, Nothing to I see here. Moving. I was on. just coughing. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, so we've got uh, in camp three three big does. Well, I mean big. These have dressed at 120. Good. And these are they're big old does. And, and seen some guys have seen some big bucks. And they're uh, they're moving. Nobody's down here. It's a it has to be like sixteen inch right spread to to be a legal buck. So, so how do you run out there with your tape measure and, and make sure of that before you shoot it? You got to sneak <laughs> up on them. Okay. I mean, you got to be stealthy. Okay. And um, run up there with a the tape measure real quick. And if they're good, then you run back to your tree and shoot them. Okay. If they're bad, you just go yeah. ahead and cough at them and get them out of the way. <laughs> well, it brings them in. Oh. It doesn't scare them off. <laughs> Maybe they think it's a grunt. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's fun. We haven't had any fishing yet. It was real windy yesterday and chilly. Didn't feel like getting out on the water. But they've got a lot of bass down here too. Oh, good. Might have to go format today. So. Well, I, I'm looking forward to hearing a full report of deer camp and. And fish camp. Well, me too. I hope to uh, settle a score. We got some side bets running. You know, everybody throws in some sure. money. Sure. For entertainment purposes only. I understand. You don't want to get in trouble with the NCAA. That's right. Um, and uh, so uh, well, we got some side bets about who's not going to score. So I just won five bucks last night on that side bet. I'm, I'm going to roll it over because I'm feeling good. All right, man. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Gentlemen. As all, you got Benny in with you this morning? We do. Benny, man, I'm sorry. I can't listen. I'll, I'll really like to listen, but I will tune in to the podcast mm-hmm. back sometime when I'm uh, around the interwebs. Uh, they don't have them here. Well, when you, so, I, it'll uh, be available for you when you get back. I appreciate you, Beaver Man. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a pleasure, I'm sure, for these gentlemen to, to have such greatness in their presence and <laughs> but the smallies biting now down on the river. Yeah, this is getting started, good beaver. Uh, you got the for me. I don't. Know, I, I, I might be somebody. Uh, you know, on them some early ones. My buddies up in East Tennessee have been wearing them out up on the 
um, Nola Chucky, uh-huh. and on the, the Holston. I mean, they've been pulling in some 20-inch, 22-inch, oh, big yeah. old fat smallies. Tell you the truth, I just hadn't fished for them too much yet. I'm on, I'm on other species. That's my trouble. I had to get on one species and then go on another and, uh, you know, try to mix it up. So sometimes I miss, so a, good, a, I miss a good diet. But what? You're a speciest. I don't know. I don't you, know about you, that. I'm still <laughs> learning, I'll tell you that. You think you know where they are and what they're doing, but they'll fool you a lot of time. Uh, I'm easily fooled by, by many critters. Fish are some of the smartest creatures I've ever seen. Beaver man, I'm gonna I'm gonna run. I got I got a a, a bank full here. I guess I got All more right, than I got more than you good. listening Thank today. You. <laughs> Take care, bud. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Hey, Scott. Yeah, uh, enjoy your show. But was driving down to Huntsville the other day. And I noticed down there and get Stevenson and down there where the lake is and all that. That stuff really came back pretty heavy. What's the plan for that? The stuff you talking the about? Milfo, that's the down the there. grass. Oh, nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean the 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 fishermen don't want anything to happen, and uh, the the boaters do. The bottom line is is there's not a lot of appetite anywhere right now to do much with it. Your your homeowners, your docks, those guys, uh, they're doing some stuff, but they're limited to what they can do to just ride around their particular dock. Uh, yes, sir. But as far as a mass. Uh, cleaning out of the mill full or whatever, I don't think you're going to see anything happen anytime soon. Because, you know, some of that's almost covered the whole slough and stuff down there, you know? Yeah, there's t- areas down there. There's times it gets really thick, and there's no doubt. Uh, but there's there's just not there's not anybody that's messing with it. Uh, the Well, you know, I used to drive down that way about 15 years ago going to Decatur when I was yeah. drilling down there, and I was down there the other day, and I noticed, you know, they took it all out, and it was all that trouble. And then I don't fish, but I t- you know hear a little bit about it. Then... I know, man. This stuff really came back, you know, pretty quick yeah. and heavy. You know. Yeah, it has, and yeah. but I don't think there's anything right now planned at all. Okay. Huh? Well, I enjoy your show, and thank uh, you. Good to hear Benny on there. All right, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, Brian. How you doing, hey, sir? Hey, Rob and Tony. Congrats on your big award recently. Oh, thank you thank so you, much. Sir. And you got the stump bumper in there today. Wow. That's even bigger than the award. <laughs> yeah, that's a drag in the bottom, ain't it? <laughs> hey, this this Brian Pendergrass Trout Unlimited. I want to uh, remind everybody of our big film festival coming up next Friday, November eighth. The at the Camp House, the Fly Fishing Film Tour. Uh, uh-huh. Take it away, man. It's all you, you and Robert. So, uh, it, it's the fifth one we've done. It's an annual event. Uh, a lot of fun. We do uh, short films from around the globe. All the money goes to Appalachian Brook Trout Restoration, put on by Trout Unlimited, local chapter. And you can get your tickets at the Hatch Outfitters on Brainer Road or at flyfilmtour.com. It's just, yeah, you guys have been. It's a great event. How much are the tickets for the VIP and the uh, general? General admission is 20, VIP is 50, and that gets you a hat or a T-shirt, drink ticket, and early seating. All right, and uh, we did decide there was going to be pizza there available. So yes, yes, we're going to do pizza. The camphouse sells adult beverages and regular beverages. Uh, we have a lot of giveaways. It's a good time. It's going to be a great event. There's going to be uh, a lot of uh, 
silent auction stuff too and maybe some raffle stuff as well right right we have a lot of uh new donors this year uh supporters and got a lot of stuff to raffle off give away silent auctions it's it's, it's gonna be a big one i think i think so too it's gonna be a lot of fun and that's again uh the eighth this coming that, friday that, yeah next friday november yep. 8th seven o'clock get there a little early cash is preferred but we do take all forms of payment I tell you what, even if you are not a fly fisherman, to see these films are amazing. They are just simply amazing. The cinematography is just outstanding on a lot of these films. So everybody get down there. It's always fun. It's always packed. Yeah. And and they've got a pretty decent you know, MC. Pretty decent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You know, I this is a perfect example. You, you you take a year off for for you know major surgery and you never get asked back. I see how this works. <laughs> Just for the record, Brian, not not complaining or anything. <laughs> well, right. we'd love to have you there, Tony. Oh, I'm going to be Rob there. MCs, but, and he'll he'll let you say a few words. No, he won't. No, yeah. he won't. He didn't last time. Hey, I got the mic. It's my mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can do whatever you want, Rob. <laughs> Hey, you know, looking forward to being down there. Uh, you are making it tough on uh, two old men getting up on Saturday mornings, but that's okay. Other than that, it's, it'll be good. Oh, yeah. Thanks for calling, Brian. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. it. All right. Bye. Look forward to that. That's that's always a fun time every year. Mm-hmm. I guess I've been to all of them. I think I you, hosted one, but yeah, I haven't hosted any more. You've been to all of them, and I mean... The, and I, again, I can't stress enough the cinematography on these things is just absolutely amazing. Uh, you have some fun ones, you have some serious ones, and you could see places that you probably never would get be able to go to. So. The, Wush, the Russian one was awesome. Kamchatka. Yeah. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders outdoors. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. 
Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Beatty's has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer. Where do you want to go to get your gun sighted in or just to to burn through some lead, as as we call it, uh, some aromatherapy? I go to Dead Zero Shooting Park. Short drive up Highway 27 and 111 to Dead Zero. Just go across the county line and boom, there you are. About 30 minutes north of Saudi. It's really a very, very quick drive. And there you can find everything you need for your shooting experience. Give them a call at 1-800. Nope. How about just 800-7758-800-7758 to talk to them in the pro shop, which has got all kinds of firearms and things for you to need in your shooting. Go up there and shoot. You got short ranges, long ranges, short ranges, shotgun ranges, archery ranges, long ranges. Did I tell you they have a long range? How about 1,000 yards? I can't even see 1,000 yards, much less shoot 1,000 yards. But there you can... And you don't have to go traipsing a thousand yards to see where you hit. Just look down at that little electronic device in front of you, and it shows you exactly where you hit. Makes shooting so much easier. So if you're heading out west, that's the place to go because that's the only place you can go to make sure that you can shoot at a thousand yards. Dead Zero Shooting Park, deadzeroshooting.com, deadzeroshooting.com, or give them a call at 800 7758. 800 Seven seven five eight. Go check them out. DeadZeroShooting.com. Welcome back, Tony Sanders Outdoors. Having fun this Saturday morning with our guest, Benny Hall. The stump bump. The old stump bump. How'd you get that name? Oh, little Willie King gave me that. Who? Little Willie King. Little Willie King. used to King. write to call him uh, in the ten Times Fruit uh, Fair. So, you know, I mean, for about right. 30 years before he passed away. Okay. Uh, did a great job with it. I forgot what he called that. I think fishing was the old Willie King. And uh, he, he named the uh, stump up a jig for me. Okay. We were on Weiss, uh Lake uh, catching a crappie with it. Uh-huh. I was trying out that weekend with him, and uh, he loved the fish down there. But we was catching crappie right and left. Back then, you know, the big ones, nice ones. And uh, he said, Benny, where'd you get these lures? And uh I told him I was, I was making them. I was getting ready to try to put them on the market, but I hadn't named it yet. Right. He said, well, we're bumping these stumps out here. Won't you call it a stump bumper jig? And so that's how it was born right there with Little Willie King, the name of it. I said, I'll do that. Stump bumper jig it is. How many of those things did you sell through the years? I'd hate to guess. <laughs> By the thousands. I, I still have some. Do you? I do. Yeah. I do. I still have some. I wish that, uh, every now and then I wish I had sold it out. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I remember you getting some of them uh, back in the back in the day. Yeah, I, 
uh, there's one uh, there's one weekend I I was helping you pour pour some some heads and some some mm-hmm. plastics and and uh, back when you were still making them yourself yeah. before you started having them made and and uh, and so I've got some of I've got some of those and uh, I I found a tackle box that had got somehow stuck in an, a, a file oh. cabinet yeah uh, wait what don't ask me okay uh, you know but. You know, you get, Benny and I go way back. Way back. Oh, I know that. I'm just way, trying, way. I'm just trying to figure out how you filed a. F- I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do it. Was it under F? <laughs> Fishing. So no, it was under S for stump bumper. Okay. But anyway, so but in there was uh, was a, a smaller tackle box that probably had a, about a half a dozen stump yeah. bumpers, different colors, and uh, the one that I always had more success with was the green. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I had six different sizes. Right. And uh, when I sold it out, I, sh- I sold the whole shoot match. I kept about a thousand for me to use. I figured I'd last that long. <laughs> so I kept you, a thousand. Do you have any left? I might have. Yeah, I hadn't used that many. I've probably got 700. Oh, good. Now we can go get some. Yeah. Yeah. We'll stop by and get some. I got them hid, though. <laughs> well, we'll check your filing cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was a guy with me one day. Uh, he he was a hot shot throwing. He's doing all right throwing a, a, a lure. Uh-huh. And uh, a hair lure, which is, I like hair lures too. But uh, I saw that sump up a jig catching two of this one. He said, my God, what are you doing? What what are you using there? I said, well, I call it a stump up a jig. And that was years ago, you know. And so I had to give him some of them. I was throwing a quarter ounce. But I got a one sixteenth and an eighth, and a, it goes on up to a half ounce. And anybody watching on Facebook, you're wearing your stump bumper ozone cap. Stump up ozone. I sold these caps for a while. I remember. I remember going to the Bass Masters Classic in Birmingham in 1986 yeah. with you to sell. Uh, not 86. It was a long time. It was ago. late eighties, early nineties, <laughs> going down there to the Birmingham to sell the the ozone caps at the Bassmaster. Yeah, that's a long time. Ago. It was. It was. I had a good time though, didn't you? It was fun. Oh, yeah. It definitely was. I've actually mine's not an ozone, but I got the long billed cap, and it's got a picture of a brim on it on the front of it, and I I like the long bill caps. I really do, especially when you're fishing. I think they're great. Well, thank you. I I put them on the market for a while and sold about a thousand before I got tired of fooling with it. He got too uh, too much to do. I tell you, I, if you want to do a fishing show, you, there's not much you can do other than that. Oh, I know it's a lot of so work. So I I sold it out and kept, like I say, I kept a few for my personal use. Well, you've seen a lot and done a lot in thirty something years of on doing, the water of doing this stuff. Oh yes. And salt water has been a a great time, and also in the Rockies, uh, floating the Teton and the yep and the Snake River. I've had a good time with Don Watson doing that. Uh, yeah. That's only fly fishing I've really done, and it didn't take an expert to catch them up there too much. Uh, it takes some talent to get them. I've 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 heard a lot. I've never fished the snake, but I've heard a lot about it. I fished the the Bighorn and, and several other rivers. I've fished the Shoshone out there, and it takes some talent. It does. It does. 
Don't don't sell yourself short on that one. And I, I will I will tell you this: one of the first things, or the worst things I ever did was underestimating his ability to shoot a gun too. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I, I've been I've been I've been thumped. I've been thumped on 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 the duff field and a couple oh, other thump, places. Thump, thump. I, speaking of guns, I had somebody, a colleague of mine, asked me. They said, "You're a gun guy, aren't you?" I said. That's an open-ended question, and I thought to myself, I said, "What do you mean?" They go, "You're a gun guy." I said, "I don't." I said, "I don't wear like you know, rim oil as cologne. I'm not that big of a gun guy." Why? They said, "Well, do you know about guns?" I said, "Some." I said, "But I know people who can answer whatever question you're about to give me." And so, they asked me a question that I actually could answer. So, so you're a gun guy? Well, apparently, but I was thinking, you know, I think gun guy. I think you know, you you, you wear you know, rim oil as cologne and you know you wake up in the morning and say mm, black powder yeah that type of person <laughs> now, i'm i'm not quite there yet but oh, i know guys like that but i understand <laughs> you, you're, right. you're one of them no i'm not quite that bad. all right let's go pay our final bills of the morning and when we come back we'll be wrapping up the show with the uh the charming benny we'll be right oh thank you i don't know where you get that It sits above the mantel on a couple rusty nails. And it's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. A good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Sportsman's Warehouse provides outstanding gear and exceptional service to inspire any and all outdoor memories. Because whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. You'll find name brand products at better prices. Now, if you don't see the gun you want at the store, go to sportsmans.com for over 8,000 additional guns to choose from. You can have it shipped directly to the store with everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points, stores, gift cards, and special discounts. Be sure to like and follow them on Facebook, too. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Jack's Bait and Tackle has everything you need for your next fishing trip. Jack's has small, medium, large, and jumbo shiners, red worms, night crawlers, crickets, wax worms, skipjack, and toughies. They have custom tackle, including canine fishing line, the only shop to carry it, soft plastics, and the popular Tennessee rig. Lou's crappie and bait casting reels are in stock right now. Jax also carries custom 5-inch five, five pre-rigged swim baits by Lurch's Lures. Jax is just a short drive down Bonnie Oaks from the 153 exit, so it's a convenient stop on the way to the Lake of the River. They also carry lots of snacks and drinks for your cooler. Jax is located at 4228 Bonnie Oaks Drive, and they are open seven days a week for all your bait and tackle needs. Give them a call at 423 698 8339 and check out their Facebook page. Jax has been in tackle and business for over 50 years, so they know a lot about bait.
Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. Benny, thanks so much for coming in here, man. Well, thanks a lot for the invite, buddy. Appreciate it. We, uh, I'd like to see you and Rob. Well, at least Rob. Chat with you. It is nice to have you here. You need to do it more often than once a year. Well, I'm ready when you want to. All right. Well, we'll have you back. Shout, Give me a shout out. That's we'll what do I do. We'll do it. We'll do it. Rob, hit the calendar real quick. Coming up Friday the 8th, the Fly Fishing Film Tour is going to be at the Camp House, 149 East MLK. Doors open at about 6.30, 7 o'clock. So get your tickets. You can get those at Hatch Outfitters or on the website, or you can buy them at the door. The 18th and the 19th of January of next year is the 29th Annual Sandhill Crane Festival. It's going to be at the Hiawassee Refuge starting at 8 a.m. and going to 5 p.m. Lots of great events, vendors, and usually a raptor show, so you get to see a lot of great things while you're out there. Great day for their family outing. February 1st is the Bayside Baptist Wild Game Dinner at Bayside Baptist Church. Starts about 4-ish. Then on the 8th is the Silverdale Wild Game Dinner at Silverdale Baptist Church. Again, opens up around 4-ish. And on March 14th, mark your calendars for this one, the Ducks Unlimited Greenhead Youth Event is going to be out at Covered Creek Farms starting at about 11 o'clock. A great day for kids to experience hiking, hunting, fishing, everything, shooting BB guns, arrows, lots of great outdoor events for the kids, and lots of great giveaways there. Sounds good. Cool. A lot of stuff to do coming up, and don't want to miss this coming Friday. You want to, don't want to miss the Fly Fishing Film Tour. That's going to even be the co-host. I mean, even the host will be the MC will be good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Even the MC. and I, I might even I might even acknowledge that we have a commissioner and have the commissioner come up and speak about trout in Tennessee. Oh yeah, I guess I need to learn about trout in Tennessee before I get there. Then you're going to call your biologist friend, aren't you? Absolutely, I am. <laughs> hey, it's not who you know; it's who you know to call. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Benny. What's on your what? plans? What's your plans? You're headed to get your boat. Your boat's been under yeah, under repair. They called me and told us it's ready. I got to go pick it up. They had order a part for me. Well, good. So uh, get I've you been back down. on the water. Pardon? Get you back on the water. That's right, buddy. Can't stand it. I understand. This bank fishing getting rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you started, or did you start in a boat? Pardon? Did you start in a boat? I fishing? Mean, yeah, with your oh, dad? Oh, yeah. Okay. He'd rent those old uh, wooden boats down the river. That's what got us nearly drowned. Was sucking one of them one time when I was 14 years old. That 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 gave you respect to know that the uh, the water can hurt you, right? I tell you, that's right, buddy. That rough water was sunk right on top of them boils, old that hell's bar. It has definitely been good having you here, as always. Thank you. I hope uh, I hope I you enjoyed. hope your your lines stay tight. There you go. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will see you next week. I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I've been sitting pretty good. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.